Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three billionaire playboys. One, but also sometimes two lowly entrepreneurs. One chance to hit the big bucks. If you've seen Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, this is the same as those, but not similar enough to constitute any sort of legal action. This is Rat's Nest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rat's Nest. It's the only podcast hosted by three multi-billionaire playboys. (laughs) It's a show where lowly entrepreneurs pitch their business and product ideas in exchange for our big money and our cash dollar bills, but today, it's just us. It's just us and our money, and who's us? It's me, Sherman Michael Shunk, and it's my two biggest dollar bad boys as well. I'm talking about Jeremiah's hand, baby. Woo! I'm going to the market, and the future's is now. The future oh, is now. Yes. Yes, and you know what else is now? Now it's time for me to say the name of my other multi-billionaire bad boyfriend. I'm talking about Hank Ass. The ass is grass. Enough said. Enough said. Ass, grass, and gas. And gas. The big three. That's the big three when you want to build, you know, a small business involving driving people around and maybe having sex for, you know, in return for driving them around and getting high. Well, you know, it's always great to spend time with you guys. Always good to shoot the crap about uh, (laughs) this and that. Yes, and I've got crap to shoot tonight, my friends. And guess what? We're not at the casino. Let it ride. Let it ride. Like I told you last week, Mortal Kombat, it's happening, baby. Or I guess I should preface, in case anybody didn't know. I I was on the council for choosing Earth's champion to Mortal Kombat, as you boys know. Yeah, we know Uh, about that. You know, we had a long list, a beautiful list of of potentials. Uh, RuPaul Charles... Uh, I think I want to say Jean-Claude Van Damme was on there. Uh, Ruben Studdard was my big pick for our, our Earth champion. Uh, and then we spoke last week and we thought, hey, what a great way to get back at Hank's brother, Zeus. Let's throw him in the mix. He'll get mauled by these guys, these creatures from other realms in the Mortal Kombat tournament. Earth always loses. Mm. And guess what? I did it. Zeus is in, boys. Hank, I hope you're happy. Happy early birthday. And you know what? That one's birthday and Christmas. And you know, and that's from both of us, I'll tell you. Yeah. That's from b- both of us. I like to throw my hat in there, too. You know, it's, a, it's obviously a bittersweet reward because I wanted my older brother Zeus to be chosen as Earth's champion in Mortal Kombat so that he would be absolutely bashed and thrashed by the, the demons of the universe. That's right. But Sherman, I don't think it's any surprise to anyone who's listening to this podcast who's been following the tournament on ESPN4. That's right. Far from being bashed and thrashed, Zeus is thriving. Oh, God. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. You see, we thought he was going to learn a little bit of humility. I mean, let's not get let's not get it twisted. Me and Sherman absolutely adore your brother. The guy's he's a champion. A, he's know. a stunner and a Twist stone cold champion. What the humility? I wanted him dead. You wanted him dead, but let's be clear. We love your brother. I wanted Prince Goro to put each of his six big fists through my brother's skull. I wanted his wife to be widowed. I wanted his children orphaned. Yeah, to calm him down, you know? Take a, take some of the heat out of that hot head. No! Death! True, literal death. I wanted to sit on his grave and spit on his grave and, oh yes, honey, shit on his grave. You know, so he wouldn't walk as tall, you know? He wouldn't walk as tall with a puffed out chest and he wouldn't be so mean to you, you know? He'd be yeah. six feet underground. I want him dead. And that makes... This Mortal Kombat tournament so tough because he's doing so well. Yeah. yeah. So let can I, oh, let me just jump in here and say that we're not we're none of us getting what we want out of this. You know, me, Sherman, yourself, obviously, Hank. Your brother's doing great. He's got a bigger head than ever now. Yeah. The only the only fisting that's happening uh, between him and Goro is when they're fisting their drinks of alcohol. Exactly. Together, they're and and bump, and bumping fists like friends. Bumping fists, exactly. Yeah. I guess I'm relieved. That's where that thought went. Yeah, actually, yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I guess this is gonna end up with Goro placing six of his massive hands up my brother's anus in friendship. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't seem like an obvious next step. You didn't see their fight? I did watch their match. Mm -hmm. I watched Goro and Zeus go at it. I watched them fight for days on the planet <laughs> Zimzam. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> While Raiden morphed everything through time, <laughs> at half time at every intermission. I watched the space audience play their you you Vuvuzelas. I watched it go on longer than the than the I did a rod. Longer than the world's longest cricket match. And then I watched them both collapse in exhaustion in giggles, raise each other's fists in the air like friends and declare, this is my brother. Yes, exactly. It was a and if, beautiful for that, moment. For yep. people that aren't familiar with the game, uh, there are fatalities at the end of each match. And there is a friendship fatality in which, you know, friendship is declared. Friendship is declared. And nobody saw that coming, but uh, except for, you know, anybody who who knows Zeus and knows how easy it is to kind of like be his friend, like right off the bat. He's really, it's, it's unbelievable. I don't know anyone else in my life who I, I could just like, I'm trying, I'm thinking back when I'm thinking back when we first met him, Jeremiah. Yeah. And it was like, he's the kind of guy you meet. And it's like, you're not even meeting him because it's like, you've always known the guy. Yeah. It's you know? weird when you're talking to him. It's like, he's speaking to a truth that you've always known was inside of you. Yeah. And he brings it out in such a way that makes you feel like, you know, wow, well, wow, holy shit, here's a lightning rod to everything that I've already known and loved. And, you know, he's so magnetic and, of course, just so good looking. I feel like being near to him, I don't feel bad about myself. Yeah, yeah. I feel better when I'm around him. He makes me better. He makes me want to be better. Guys, how about this? Next time you talk about Zeus, before you compliment him at length... Just sort of check in with me. And if I'm smiling, sort of just say whatever you want. But if I'm making the face that I'm making right now, mm. which is the face of a man who's been absolutely betrayed, sort of just wrap it up. Okay, gotcha. Because you're really hurting me right now. Okay, okay. You're okay. complimenting the brother that you know I'm jealous of, that you know I hate. You're saying some pretty nasty stuff for me. 
You're making me feel like a bad guy for wanting this dead. Is that what this is? No, I Am not. I? No. Say it to my face because I feel like now you guys haven't been honest with me. Oh. Am I a bad brother for wanting Zeus dead? What, I mean, maybe a sibling that I mean, doesn't yeah, want the other I mean, sibling dead. Mario, Luigi. Thank you, Mario. They hate each other. Do Mario and Luigi yeah, want each on. other dead? Yeah. Does Luigi yeah. want Have you, I mean, Mario dead? Yeah, of, of course Clearly they do. you've never met them because... That's another thing that you guys fucking pissed me off about. That time that you went down to Portland and partied with Mario and Luigi yeah. and didn't invite me. And then I found out after the fact by looking at the photos on Flickr that Zeus was there Zeus was with there. you guys. This is the worst fucking week of my life. Well, to be fair... Zeus knew that you wanted him dead, and he was trying to make peace with Mario and Luigi that weekend. That was the point of it all. And if you'd been there, it would have introduced an yeah, unstable it, element. It, it probably would have ruined the party, to be honest. Probably would have ruined the party. We had a great time. It's a freaking nightmare. The last thing we needed was a blue shell of Hank ass <laughs> coming down in here. And Don't smoking. call me a blue shell. All right. We're sorry that, you know, that you're feeling this way. It wasn't our intention. If it makes you feel any better... You know, the way it's looking, Zeus is going to be cleaning up this tournament probably by the Ugh. end of the week. It's, people are dropping out because they simply don't yeah. want to fight the guy because not even out of fear, really, uh, mostly out of a sense of like, do I really want to be the guy who takes down the guy that everyone kind of loves and has kind and of brought everyone to... together in yeah. this tournament in a way that nobody really has before? And it's exactly. like, I feel, I'm feeling kind of like a total, like a crazy almost like a shift in the in the energy of of the of the of Mortal Kombat itself Stop. I mean people are like you know you got Baraka is is like hanging out oh, with Scorpion God. all of a sudden and I'm like what these guys hate each other what's happening oh, God. Scorpion and Sub-Zero are like shake literally I swear to God and they you know this was like kind of in a darker alley area of Shang Tsung's palace but I I swear to fucking God and maybe we'll cut this out because I don't want to you know I saw those motherfuckers shaking hands in a back alley. Sub Zero yeah. and Scorpion. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Mm -hmm. Zeus is the Ted Lasso of Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, he's strolling yeah. in there. He's got no place in that tournament. No formal fight training. He's just naturally big, naturally buff, naturally strong. The nicest guy in the world. He sees the best in everyone. He was sent in there to fail, and he's thriving, just like Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. he's just like Ted Lasso. And I hear Ted Lasso's up for a couple of Baftas too. Which yeah. boy, no! does he deserve it? They deserve it over there. Every the whole team over there, Bill Lawrence, everyone over there at Ted Lasso. It's really based on it. a commercial, a series of <laughs> commercials. <laughs> I have about... to admit, I have not seen it. I don't really have any interest in seeing it. But but when I see things about it, when I hear people talking about it, I, yeah. have, I have more of a sense of respect for it. I don't know how to feel about Ted Lasso, but I am glad we're just going to talk about Ted Lasso <laughs> for a bit and leave my brother alone. I got to say, Ted Lasso is an interesting experience. The word sentimental was never better applied. Okay. Yes. Can you tell me what it is? I don't know, I don't know anything about okay, it. Okay, so here's the premise of Ted Lasso. It's... A lot to stomach, so hold on. But I do believe it's based on a series of commercials. I am strapping so, in. Sort of imagine it along the lines of if they turn the Aflac duck into a hero. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay. Um, it's 
a British football team, soccer team. It's kind of Major League, the movie, the baseball movie Major League as a show, but with a twist that it's in England. It's a fish out of water. But here's the thing. This team, it's they don't play for the right reasons. They're all at each other's throats. Some They're, guys all are sweet. They're all blokes. They're all blokes. Oh, no, blokes these lads. And the star is selfish, and the veteran, he, he's given up. Mm. He doesn't think it's possible, and they're all at each other's throats. It's Ted Lasso, he sees the best in everyone. In every episode, he pulls a little goodness out of everyone, <laughs> and then eventually they're friends. They're, they're thriving. And, you, and, every episode, and I can't deny it. Every time Ted Lasso pulls a bit of good out of someone, you feel it. You feel that could be me if I just had a little Ted Lasso in my life. But there is something insidious about it. Ted Lasso, it's like, man, if you could have anything you wanted for dinner, like cake for dinner, you'd be like, I'm allowed? That's allowed? You're like, sure, have some cake for dinner. And you have it. And you have like a slice of cake. And you're like, I'm being bad, but this tastes so good. And you have a second slice. And you're like, there's a lot of cake. And then you have a third slice. And you're like, can I have something else? And it's like, nope, you're having cake for dinner. I was and then that's the kind of feeling of watching Ted Lasso where you're like, this is finally some positivity and some goodness. And then by like minute 50, you're like, I think I just got to watch snuff or something. I need, I need a little exposure. Yeah. Producers in Hollywood right now are like, what's the next Ted Lasso? We what? are looking at, we are, I'm not okay. even joking. We're looking at the next 10 years of television are going to be versions of this. And we are going to go crazy together. But you know what? There's, there's there's an opportunity to make money here off the good of these twerps that will slap so, up yeah. the milk of, you know, good Samaritanism. Yes. Let's do it, fellas. Let's get in there on the ground floor. Let's pitch these producers. I've already got a show in development called The Nice CEO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's about a CEO in a world where you've got to be cutthroat to get ahead, right? Or do you? <laughs> Wow. Maybe a little human kindness can go a long way. See, we know about this world. We can t- contort oh, the yeah. facts. I've got also got a, a nice one uh, called uh, the Optimistic Pentagon <laughs> Employee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we know what the Pentagon's ra- like, right? It's really aggressive. It's cutthroat. I got some pals there, yeah. You're not getting in there unless you're a hawk who's ready to fight everyone in your path. Exactly. Well, what if you're just optimistic about how things are going to go. Uh, you still are ready to... You've got your finger on the button at all times and you'd love to start a war, but <laughs> you're you're sweet about it and your co-workers love you. Yes, exactly. And I've got actually got one in production down at St. Baby uh, Studios. It's called Going Postal. And it's yes. just about a male guy who just, you know, you think, episode one, he's at the end of his rope. But then oh, no. at the end of the uh, second act, the world gives him a bit more rope. The ro- world gives him a little bit more wow, rope. Oh, nice. <laughs> He's making good by going postal. What about like that show? We can redo that show Euphoria, but it's actually quite euphoric and people are having a good time. These, these students are time. having a nice time going to church, oh, yeah. maybe. Thank you. Yeah. You know? the, my problem with Euphoria was that it was like, I look back at high school. I didn't do nearly, I wasn't that sexy. I didn't know anyone no nearly way. that sexy. I didn't know anyone nearly that confident in their body. Yeah. These kids got all this time to spend at night. You should be in yes. bed. You've got church in the morning. I am pitching another show, you know, fellas. You've opened, you've, you've broken the dam here. <laughs> I'm, I'm pitching one called the empathetic drug mule. This sounds good. It's about a drug mule, someone who gets into the trade of traveling <laughs> across the border with, uh, you know, while smuggling hard drugs from South America to America. But they are very empathetic, 
and they start <laughs> to change the lives of the dealers and suppliers and buyers and government agents that they come into contact with. Actually, I would watch that. I, I mean, would watch that. Spread too. joy that and love. Good. And you know what? Every executive at Hulu, I'm talking B- Bingy, I'm talking um, Quip, Quibby. And you know what you just reminded me of, Jeremiah? Our big triple joint venture. Oh, yeah. Fresh from the rats. This is our, 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 our rat exclusive. Here's the rest of this exclusive, and Stefan, please take that and then add some fucking heavy metal and some gunshots and still some gunshots. The gunshots are still happening. And then Marie, uh, Marie Antoinette saying, let them eat. Wipe out. <laughs> um, here's the rest of this exclusive, and Jeremiah saying, baby, almost spilled the beans, but we are happy to reveal that the rats... Are bringing back Quibby! We're bringing back Quibby, guys. Back, it's, it's back. It's back, it's and it's shorter than ever, ladies and gentlemen. That was the problem. We identified it. We, we identified bought up the it. Quibby name from Jeffrey Katzenberg and his partners. <laughs> we bought up the stock, and we are making Quibby shorter. The, the bites are quicker. The bites Thank are quicker. You. These are. If you want more bites of the apple in a shorter amount of time, you get. I mean, that's what these fat cats didn't understand with yep. original Quibby. It was too long. Too long. Too long. People don't have you know, the, the attention span for it. They're bu- People are busy. Consumers are busy. They want to watch it, and they want to watch it. Yesterday, it's got to be that short. We're doing it all. We've got all. bigger stars yep. p- being paid more money for <laughs> less content that they've spent less time thinking about. We are guaranteeing more seasons. Thank we you. Are, we are uh, accommodating viewers even less. Yes. We've, got a, yes. we've developed a brand new aspect ratio. And and you oh, can yeah. only watch this content in this aspect. Yeah, it is sixty nine fifty. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's fun for the kids. The yeah. kids love it. You yeah. kind of have to scroll. It's on your mobile phone still. You still can only watch on your mobile devices. But the the image is actually quite large, large enough that you can only see a small portion of it at a time. And you have to swipe your phone, and you're kind of scanning the image as the video plays. So you can only yes. see bits, little bits of it. <laughs> you can only see bits at a time. At a and time. if you move your phone in any way, yeah. it goes completely black and sends yeah, you yeah, an yeah. error screen. Yeah. It goes a bit haywire, but that's part of the fun. You know, Kids don't want something you could figure out too totally easily. Kids are smart. They know their phones. They're smart. Yes. It's got rewatchability because you're never going to be able to know exactly what happened with one viewing. You're going to have to yes. watch it 30, 40, 50 times to get, and that's to get the whole picture. And that's where we get money coming in. The metrics go up. It's about synergy, vertical integration. You guys that's are right. with me. New Quibi is back. The bites are quicker. The bites the, are quicker. The, the screen is um, larger. The aspect ratio is insane. It's you have insane. to be scrolling at all times. Do not move your phone. You can't touch your phone. Yeah. The stars are brighter. The subscription fee is astronomical. Astro- Huge astronomical. Huge Old Quibi, they didn't go far enough. We know this. You tried to plug your phone into the TV. It wouldn't play on the TV. We've gone even further. If you try to plug your phone into the TV, it sends you an error message, yeah. and you get punished. You get punished. You no, get so a you- little electric shock through yeah. your phone That's yeah. that right. blasts you hard, and then a little message that says you're in detention. You get to watch Quibi <laughs> tomorrow. no more quibby today go in the corner yeah exactly yeah and also it might ruin your tv yeah that's right and don't you worry about uh data rates every quibby show is available on hd dvd it's mailed directly to your home and from there 
you know, if you've got a DVD player or a, a, you can burn that disc onto your computer, use the CD code that you get with it to verify your license, your, your rental license of the product. From there, you can take, you can plug in your uh, Quibi device, your mobile device, provided you have your own cable. We will not provide cables. These are your own cables. You plug that into your computer. If you can get that data from that disc onto your device, Maybe you're watching Quibi you're, too. Quibi you're new. You're watching new Quibi. Quibi too. Hank asked, "You got to tell some of the. You got to tell our listeners who we got. Some of the stars oh my God. we've got. Who do we well, got? listen. Sherman almost spilled the beans when he talked when he mentioned data rates because we have the actor who played Data from Star Trek: <laughs> The Next Generation, Brent Spiner, only doing the things that annoy you on Star Trek: The Next Generation. When he becomes a song and dance man, we've yes. got pure Spiner, song pure and Spiner, dance Spiner. Yeah. We've got Spiner mugging to the camera. Mugging, we've got yeah. Spiner singing show tunes out of yeah. nowhere. Doesn't yeah. fit the plot. Nope. We've we've got Spiner pleading with you to take him seriously as an actor. We've got an entire show called Spiner Pleads. <laughs> it's Spiner in so many different mediums, pleading for two seconds at a time, begging you. Yeah. Here's the fun. Each episode, Spiner is in more and more danger. <laughs> you need to solve the mystery and save him before we execute Spiner. But the whole shot's pre-shot. Uh, it's the whole pre- show's pre-shot. Yeah. You can't so save Spiner. You can't save him. Yeah, we exactly. Were, we but were that's on the fun set, of it. And it was incredible. It's it was so incredible. But that's part of the magic that I'm trying to describe. Yeah. You know, you feel like you're part of it. You feel like, it, you know, it's live. It's effervescent. It's dynamic. It's not. Here's the thing. If you the first person who finishes this show, you get a little thing, you check a box. Everyone who does. Yeah. You check a box that says, Did you enjoy the show? Yeah, sure. Check the box or you check no. Either way, there's fine print. Oh, you didn't read that? It was too fine for you? Sorry. You should have read the fine print. What you're actually agreeing to is adopting Brent Spiner for a bit. Exactly. <laughs> Boom. You check the box. Ding dong. Spiner's at your door. He's got a little bowler hat like at a cabaret. <laughs> he's holding a cane. He's got silk gloves. He's dressed in a tuxedo. He's in song. He's in dance. And his, <laughs> his, eyes, his eyes are begging for help you try to ask him what's going on yeah. you try to help him you give him water he can't drink it he's not allowed he knows he's, yep. he's wearing a shock collar yes. under his tuxedo <laughs> that's part of his contract if you think that brent spiner pleads is all we've got you're a fucking you're moron out of your you fucking you mind. fools because we've also got louis ck explaining what he did <laughs> Louis C.K. defending himself in two-second segments. (laughs) Each episode, he's living in more lavish circumstances, surrounded by more and more people who agree with him. Who agree with his... Live audiences. At the end of each episode, you can check a little box that says, would you like to stop watching? Of course, you check it, you check it. You're not not handling this well. Should have read the fine print, you fucker. (laughs) Ding dong. There's Louis C.K. in your house with Brent Spiner. Now you got to watch him explaining himself to Brent Spiner and Brent Spiner <laughs> agreeing with him. It's great. I mean, the con- you're going to love the content. The, the amount of crossover, the amount of integration between our programs that we have going on here. This is our MCU. It's nice, you know. I've been watching a lot of clips of our latest show, which is a butt-naked Bernie Sanders spanking himself. <laughs> I just started watching that, and it's great. I was going to say, the cliffhanger at the end, does he put that coat on in the mitts? He, do- he does. He's Buck naked. naked. He's in a field in Vermont. He's spanking himself. No content warning. That's not a good show. We didn't. No, but we didn't do a lot of that one. Yeah, maybe I overstated it. It's the kind of thing you can just leave on. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. You're probably not going to pay much attention to it. You'll just leave it on. Well, you know, fellas, I wanted to share one last bit of good news with you guys. Oh. 
Let's hear it. Because, you know, I've had a rough week. What with my brother succeeding in Mortal Kombat and you guys just singing his praises like it doesn't hurt me. But this week I uh, matched with someone online. It's not the usual dating app. Oh, okay. Okay. I was on Microsoft Word. Oh, oh, I know where this is going. And I matched with an old friend turned sort of tense situation turned new flame. Clippy. Clippy's back. Clippy is back. Hold on a second. Clippy, Clippy? Clippy, the Microsoft Word paper clip. Yeah. And I had a little chat, and he sort of poked his head, or, you know, they sort of poked Mm -hmm. their head. Yes, uh, it's important to get it right, yeah. And, um,. Clippy, uh, yeah, we uh, we hit it off. Um, wow! For the listener okay. that does it, just a quick recap. Yeah, you've had Clippy is obviously the Microsoft Word AI kind of driven um, personality that mm-hmm. kind of helps you uh, when you're writing your Word documents. Um, Hank had a falling out with Clippy after they kind of you know displayed some rough tendencies. Yeah. And we're yeah. quite rude with you. Anybody who knows yeah. Clippy knows hit what, the what happened. Yeah, hit yeah. the bottle and then kind of hit the bottom of the bottle at one point. But Cry, made yeah, their way hit, back hit the up. Hit the bottom of that bottle. Yeah, turned yeah. to drugs. Right brandishing out. guns everywhere. Clippy, yeah. Clippy, Clippy was living on the dark web for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't see them on my Word doc, which at first seemed like a relief. I could just sort of write the way I wanted without being constantly henpecked and corrected. And then... As is so often the case, I grew to miss that person or Whatever little creature <laughs> who took so much time to try and help me. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I was in such a low place with my brother being on another, in another dimension, on another planet, fighting so successfully in Mortal Kombat that when Clippy popped into the word doc to say hi and, you know, fresh off of, fresh out of rehab and looking good, looking better than ever. Good. That's great to hear. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we chatted and, uh, Surfed around a little bit, and we had a little cyber. And uh, oh my goodness, <laughs> Hanky! Hanky had Whoa. some hanky panky online. Yeah, okay. cybering that's scary to me. You know, I have so many ex wives and yeah, Mars around hope. that want to that they'd spread that like wildfire. I'd be yeah. dead. I'd oh, be you gotta get protection, my friend. Get some you gotta cyber protection. But wow, tell us what happened. Tell us about how that worked. How did you do that? How did you? I plugged into my avatar machine, okay. which we all have. Okay. Which we all have, yeah. yeah. So Making I sort of I stepped takes. into the bodysuit, and then I plugged my ponytail into right. <laughs> the ass of my avatar's uh, horse ass or something. <laughs> I don't remember or, how it works or exactly. Or something, yeah. No, no. It's difficult. If you don't have it, you don't know. You know, We've got it. If you don't have it, it's hard to explain. And how did that? <laughs> how did that? <laughs> So, and then you took. Hold on, I, no, I want to get it right. So, let me. So you. I don't remember. You, I don't exactly. Let, I want, no, let, I'll lay it out for the list. No, it's hard to explain. Hank, it's hard to explain. You, you, <laughs> you, you, you plugged into your avatar machine. You, yeah. you went online on your in your avatar machine. You plugged yeah. in your avatar's ponytail hair connector into your 
your horses, <laughs> your avatar horse pony horses. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's oh yeah, that's how that. Works. And then you took its tail, I guess, and then plugged it into your computer. I'm just trying to see how that how. Well, no, the horse is inside right. the computer. Oh, you're in. Here's, okay, you're in the. You're on. At that you're point, in, you're in. Okay, you're in. And then you yeah. Connect, yeah, so, connect more. Right. I mean, so the reality is this sort of gut layers. <laughs> so you know, I've got the virtual gloves and the virtual boots right, and the virtual right, right. bodysuit. Exactly. So I step into that, and then I become my computer avatar. And I also, I Hank ass have a ponytail. Right. So I plug that into the into the ass of myself, I guess, into my own ass, and then That's I'm right. in. I think I do that just for style. Um, like, yeah, you know yeah. how they're like Jedi ponytail kind of, it looks like it's almost plugging into the Jedi's neck. Yeah. Like, like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a cerebellum like, direct access to a, you know, that stem. look on like Obi-Wan Kenobi in, in Phantom Menace where it's like the Jedi. I forget. Yeah. The little tiny ponytail yeah, that loops yeah. into the neck and you're like, oh, that almost looks like it could plug in. So yeah. I do, I do that except it's bigger. Right. Yeah. And it does plug in. in. It plugs into my hair. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's nice. And then it's when a, I become the avatar version, it looks cool. It looks cool, yeah. Right, yeah and it's yeah. a grounding wire too. I think that's in the uh, I think that's in the fine print there, the regulatory. Yeah. yeah. Well, it can't be legally, it has to be. It's got to yeah. you got to have a gra- what are you you going to my friend's going to plug an ungrounded ponytail into his own ass when you take him for some kind of fucking <laughs> Well, no, you got to plug it in and that's how it grounds. No, you know, we're all on the same page. You got to ground. Uh, it's got to be grounded. So you do this so that you can now have a digital version of yourself, a sort of avatar, (laughs) and now you can perform uh, cybers with whoever. Cyber kind of lingus, cyber oral, cyber sexual intercourse. I move around the internet like a guy, (laughs) but I look cooler, like... that's a like great I lyric. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like a, a guy. I, I move around. <laughs> I move around the internet like a guy. Like a Ready but Player One situation. So I went in, and Clippy and I went on a sort of e-date inside the internet. We he uh, they walked me through da- data for a while, and then uh, we went to iTunes. Yeah, <laughs> you fine. walked around yeah, iTunes. Yeah, yeah, the infinite catalog of iTunes. Yeah, we went to. Uh, this uh, website, beds.com, where you can uh, sort of put together your perfect bed, Domino's Pizza style. Oh, and we snuck it? into a, we snuck into a perfectly made digital bed and uh, got down to a little hanky panky. Wow, Clippy okay. baby, so is Clippy loving and tender? I have to know. Yeah, what kind of lover is Clippy? Clippy, uh, as you may imagine, has an impulse to correct you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's hard to, you know, do it just right for Clippy. Clippy's pretty demanding, but we got into it. Who's and your daddy? Uh, Clippy says, "No, whom's whom, whom's yes. whom's what's whom's yeah, whomsoever whomst. may your father be." But uh, it was a lot of fun. I, you know, I don't kiss and tell, but I do suck and fuck paper clip and tell. <laughs> Well, listen, Hank, I'm very happy for you. I think it's fantastic that you and Clippy have had this date. I'm, I'm glad to hear that Clippy is doing so well. Thank you. Hank, any last words for the week? You know, I hope my brother gets killed in Mortal Kombat. I hope things work out with Quibi. But most of all, I hope that all of our listeners have a very happy billionaire's day thank you and i'm so excited for our next episode when we'll be recording on billionaire's day right we'll get to talk about all the fun things we're doing for ourselves because it's our day i love that i really do love that 
uh, thank you, folks. Thank you for listening to Rats Nest. Don't forget to check out Zeus's fight. Next, uh, it's coming up tomorrow. Uh, Zeus is, Zeus will be facing off against Noob Cybot. Noob Cybot. <laughs> Very big fan of Noob Cybot. Oh, oh, God. Thank you for listening to Rats Nest. I want to thank Jeremiah Saint Baby. Hey, baby. The future's is now. Invest. I want to thank Hank Ass. Kill my brother. And I want to thank the good folks over at the Mortal Kombat Tournament. From the PAs all the way to Goro, all the way to Shang Tsung. Uh, we're having a great time. And don't forget to check out the fights tomorrow night. I'm Sherman Michael Shunk. Thank you, Stefan, uh, our producer. And thank you to our non-existent guest this week. And thank you, the listener. Please come back next week. We'll see you then in the Rats Nest. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.